0: Scholars, Alex Alonso and FG bringing you another banger. Hey, man, you, I think you told me something about 100 degrees you text me? Uh, no, more than that, man. You know, it's excessive heat warning out there going on right now.
1: For the next seven, eight days, man, it's going to be really, really hot, over 100 degrees. Damn.
0: Um, I mean, it's pretty hot right here in L.A., but, you know, this is bearable heat, right? Yeah, I was coming from east, man. It was 105, 106, man. It was, it was hot. Yeah, man, when, when I'm coming in from the north, um, you know, we, we get about 10 degrees hotter than L.A., so that's that's all that's all regular for uh, for us out here. For those who can't cope, don't come to L.A., stay away from L.A. We got enough people already here in L.A. <laughs> no doubt. Man, okay, so um, last week we talked about um, Whitey Bulger. Yeah. I was doing some digging, man. The dude who allegedly killed Whitey Bulger... Hmm this dude stuck to the code thick and thin thick and through like you can't stick to the code any harder than this right and i was thinking that you you was going to appreciate him but then at the same time this guy was serving a life sentence in the federal penitentiary without parole i mean he's never coming home so in essence he gave up his life he gave up his freedom um, for the code of the streets. No
1: doubt, you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, when they wrote the code, you know how 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 um. No matter what people feel about them, when they wrote the book, when they wrote the rules, they were meant to be stick by and, and stuck by. And this guy, he stuck by him hundred percent.
0: Now check it out. This guy was a hitman for a faction of the New York Mafia in Boston, mm-hmm. and he was working for you would call he would be the mob he would be the boss of Boston. Although he was under the Genovese family in New York City. His boss end up ratting on him. Damn. Which is crazy because his boss asked him to do these homicides, yeah. which he did. Um, you know, in that life, when they tell you this is what you got to do, that's what you got to do. to do, yeah. And at the end of the day, there's a photo of him, the boss, and the guy that um, allegedly killed Whitey Bolger. Um, there's a, a photo of them in court. But what's crazy is that the boss tells on the worker Wow. How does that? I mean, I, I don't understand how how the guy who's running the show can become the informant on the workers.
1: Well, you know, that's what the disappointing part coming at me for that life, you know, for that life. You know what I mean? Man, you you wrote the book, you know what I mean? You raise these guys to live by the codes and, 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 and that you set forth and then you go tell on the guy. That's the shit that really just burns me up because, you know what I mean? Don't you know. Just leave, or just walk away, or just do whatever you can. But that ain't the way to go
0: when you're in that life, you know. And what's crazy is that the the federal authorities asked him. His his last name is Gs G G E A S. Mm -hmm. The federal authorities asked him, "Would you tell on your boss for a deal?" He said, "No, I'm good. I ain't Mm -hmm. telling on nobody." Oh, he kept it one hundred. He kept it one hundred. He was offered to tell on his boss. The boss was uh, hiring him and others to do murders. In fact, um. This guy com- committed a homicide against his boss's uh, brother-in-law. Mm. That um I guess his, the brother-in-law violated some sort of uh some sort of rule but mm-hmm. was, this guy stu- stuck to the code so so real and I don't think you see that too often. No 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 more man you really don't,
1: you know. It's unfortunately well it's, it's a double-edged sword depending on which angle but I'm talking about in that life it's unfortunate that um uh, you know the shit go on like that
0: yeah but at the end of the day my, my question is um, I know a lot of people are uh, and a lot of people have already told me this like you know the street code there is no such thing as a street code the street code is dead um, nobody nobody respects the code even the gangster is gangsters uh, the code is dead uh, there's no there's no purpose there's no need for the code but when you have guys like this who end up giving their freedom for the rest of their lives, it kind of fuels that argument. Like there is no code because at the end of the day, this guy got a life sentence.
1: No doubt. It, it definitely still is. You know, and for the people who are keeping the code, you would know anyway because they're keeping the code. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're not running around telling people they're keeping the code. they just standing on it. You know, that's why a lot of people I see even coming to my um, <clears throat> on YouTube channels and say, man, you need to go get this person and interview them. You need to go get that person. Well, everybody don't do that. You know, everybody don't do interviews. Everybody don't do certain things. You know, they're sticking by the code. That's why you don't hear from them, you know. But um, the people who are sticking by the codes, man, I am really suggest that they start to, you know, hang it up, you know, start to walk away, start to just live their life with the legacy that they have of, of, of being stuck by the code because the new shit that's going on nowadays, man, you know, like
0: you say, dudes telling on their mama, man, they giving up everything. Now, I could understand about... How he felt. I'm talking about uh, Mr. G.S. Photius. Uh, geas g-e-a-s i can understand how he felt when he got word that whitey bulger was coming to the west virginia penitentiary he's like whitey bulger the snitch right whitey bulger the informant whitey bulger the boss of all bosses who right, was working right. for the feds what cell is he right, going to be right, in right, right, because right, people right. who have been told on and you know this better than anybody else has an even more hatred oh, no i no mean doubt. there's some regular people that don't like snitches, right right there's right. regular people that don't appreciate informants but when you've been told on it's, it's it's something that, it's, it's something in you,
1: no doubt, right? no doubt. It's it's it goes to the core of you, you know what I mean. And you stand on those principles even harder, man, because it, it happened to you, you know. And uh, so I'm just like you. I could just imagine when he heard, <laughs> he was like, "What, you know?" And almost like, "How dare they bring him here where I'm at?" You know what I mean? And 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 he stood on that shit.
0: Yeah, man. And, you know, the, the feds have been taking a little bit of heat for letting the word get out there that Whitey Bulger was coming to the penitentiary. Uh, one of the BOP for a uh, retired CEO said that they should have did a better job. That There should have been a way where Whitey Bulger was transported there without anybody knowing. But even if no one knew he was getting there at some point, they're going to know he's here. Right. It, <laughs> I was really
1: going to say that you got to understand that they do have inmates that work in R&D. You know what I mean? And w- when you're coming through R&D, your name is on the list. Your name is on the package for, you know, you, they already know a cell you're going to be in, what unit you're going to be in before you even get there. You know what I mean? But without all that, somebody was going to see him and say, hey, that's Whitey. Yeah. So whether it took 12 hours or 12 days, it was going to happen. You
0: know, you know, it's going to happen. Well, one of the um, fact checks that I had from last week, I called the FBI agent who was Whitey Bolger's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. I called him. Robert Connolly, and his name is actually John Connolly. Last week, oh okay, and John Connolly's an FBI agent who ended up um, getting sent to the feds. He did about 20, 30 about twenty something years, but then they released him out on a medical release because he was nearing the end of his days. But um, I also found out that that the other guy that's accused of kidding, killing Whitey, Whitey Bolger, he's an Italian dude who is from the the um, the same family in boston that whitey bulger used to inform against because mm. whitey bulger was from the irish side right right he used to rat out the italian side mm. so like it, it's very personal for these two guys allegedly these two guys that went in the cell and, and did this to whitey bulger oh uh, no doubt no doubt they
1: handled their business you know but in actuality you know in their world um the they world was looking at him. you know they were saying you got the call he came to where you guys were at you know because he could have went somewhere else and some other guys would have got the call you know some other stand-up guys just as well but these guys didn't waste no time and you know um whitey did a lot of wrong man you he know did. what i mean allegedly he had you know m- multiple people murdered you know but then you turn around to be an fbi informant you sh- hey man 12 hours that i was i was <laughs> hey man you know hey they did that you know i gotta tip my hat to that world you know, you know, and that the way they did it,
0: you know. So you shouting out Fodius G.S. and, and, and to, Paul,
1: they call De, Col- I, De I got to man, you know <laughs> what I mean, because they handled their business in their in that life. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of people is against the life, but in reality, the life exists. You know, and 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 for that life, you know, shit, they handled that. You know.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I, I'm still kind of confused and perplexed why they would send whitey bulger to a federal penitentiary with these potential guys there that would would represent a huge danger to whitey bulger i'm sure the bop knows this right no
1: doubt but the bop don't give a shit like people think they do <laughs> once you give them up all that information you do all that informing and you do everything you did they throw your ass right on out there you know the state don't do you like that you know what i mean the state kind of protects you a little more you know i do uh, to to from my looking in into it um, but them feds, oh, they will set your ass out there, man. They knew where they were sending that man to.
0: Do you think the family of Whitey Bulger has a lawsuit against the BOP for not providing adequate protection? I don't
1: because there's more people get killed in prison than people actually think. Until it's your, your people, you don't know. You know what I mean? But I get phone calls all the time. The homie got stabbed to death, you know, in his cell. The homie got stabbed on the yard. The homie passed away, you know and
0: uh, and uh, it happens more than people think you know okay I also want to apologize for calling calling Whitey Bulger Rusty Bulger for some reason and sometimes I say Rusty Bulger Um, but yeah uh, if you hear me say Rusty Bulger again because I might do that um, you know I'm referring to Whitey Bulger Um, I want to talk about this this guy in Philadelphia man that was in a liquor store minding his own business about to pay for something and then a guy comes in there to rob the store mm-hmm. and in the in the process of robbing the store he pulls out a strap. the guy that's there at the, at the cashier about to, to pay for something realizes, oh shit my life is in danger. I got a strap on me. I'm about to blow this dude away, which he does mm-hmm. um, he, he leaves and now the police are looking for him as if he did something wrong. Oh no doubt you know and they're going to accuse him of you
1: know see this is where the law comes in that, that I hate. You know, the guy was clearly getting robbed. The guy didn't know if his life was in danger. The guy didn't know if the, the, the guy who was robbing him was going to shoot him, you know. So he pulls out his heat and, and blasts the dude, you know what I mean? Now they're calling him a suspect, you know. So you don't went from um victim to suspect in a matter of seconds because you was protecting yourself. And that's the shit I don't like about some of these laws. Because what the police are going to say is, no, you should have just let him rob you. And then called us and we weren't going to do shit anyway, but you still should have took that process.
0: Well, I believe this is a perfect self-defense. And let me play a clip because even the news and the media are identifying, identifying this black man as a damn, as a damn suspect, which is, I think it's just absolutely crazy. And I think it goes to the issue of, I think America has a hard time. Accepting the fact that black people can possess weapons for self-defense as well as everybody else And whenever we see a black man with a gun in his hand, we think criminal no doubt. That's that's exactly how it is And like I
1: said, I I, I hate you know, um, you know, well I don't want our listeners to always think that like I said, I'm putting it black and white But sometimes that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Because if you put a White guy in the same scenario, I bet they wasn't a caught him a suspect. Not at
0: all. Let me play this clip INVESTIGATION UNDERWAY IN NORTH PHILLY AND POLICE ARE RELEASING NEW SURVEILLANCE VIDEO IN HOPES OF CATCHING A SUSPECT WHO SHOT AND KILLED A MAN LAST MONTH. TAKE A LOOK. THEY'RE SHOWING A LITTLE now BIT OF THE VIDEO. POLICE ARE LOOKING FOR video. A MAN YOU SEE THERE IN THAT PHILLY'S JERSEY. DID YOU SEE HIM? HE WAS AT THE TOP OF YOUR SCREEN. THEY SAY THE SUSPECT WAS INSIDE A STORE ON THE 2100 BLOCK OF DIAMOND STREET AND IN THE VIDEO an, A MAN ARMED WITH A GUN APPROACHES AND TRIES TO ROB THE SUSPECT. After a struggle, the suspect reached into his bag, pulled out a gun, and opened fire, killing the attempted robber. If you have any information, call police. Did you hear what this news anchor guy said? Rob the suspect. Rob the suspect. (laughs) I I was gonna say that, man. Did I just hear what I thought I heard? (laughs) Rob the suspect. Now I I need to um, call this guy out. His name is Jason Martinez. He is the co-anchor at Fox 29 News in Philadelphia. That clip that I just played is a Fox 29 News clip and this uh this anchor actually called this black man that pretty much saved his own life right, right. a suspect yeah man that's what they doing nowadays they're gonna get you on both ends i think that's borderline racist because at the end of the day it's really about a black man possessing a weapon for self-defense where um this goes all the way back to the black panther days in the 1960s up in oakland here in la where uh brothers were carrying shotguns and rifles legally and America had a problem with it oh no no doubt
1: you know what I mean in the, in the well I'm gonna tell you what the sad part about it is the sad part Alex is we've been conditioned you know what I mean to know that this is how you know we're gonna be treated and we almost pass it off as normal you know what I mean when technically it's not you know what I mean and and, and you know people go out there and get the situations and and um, and uh, like I said I know a guy shot a guy in his house in his garage you know the guy was stealing something out of his garage and went to lunge at him when he went out in his garage he shot the dude man they drugged the homie through, through through the mud he they didn't convict him but i mean they, he was on trial like he you know ro- was at somebody's house robbing them you know so so they charged him yeah they charged him so he yeah. had to fight for his- he had to fight for his li- life man and you know and uh and uh and this is how we're conditioned to see things in other areas of the world in other parts of the country you know they go in the, they don't even they're, they're never arrested
0: so you did know? he get acquitted or did he get a, a lesser offense
1: no or? he he got he got acquitted you know he took it all the way to trial man he had a couple jurors ride with him you know and and um and a butt just for him to have to fight like that mortgages house to even afford the the lawyer you know what i mean
0: and things of that nature you know it, it hurt him you know Definitely it reminds me of um, a case here in Los Angeles where a guy named Aubrey Barry shot and killed a rapper named dollar at the Beverly Center back in like 2009 mm. and they charged the dude with murder even though he said that he felt threatened he felt right. for his life and um, he sat in the LA County Jail for about 13 months he turned down a nine year deal mm-hmm. they offered him nine years for killing the rapper dollar. Mm-hmm. He turned it down and said, no, nah, I don't want that nine year deal. We're going to trial. And he had a great uh, attorney named Howard. Um, uh, what was Howard's last name? Uh, I can't remember Howard's last name right now. That was his, his defense attorney. Mm-hmm. And the, the prosecutor was Bobby Grace, the same guy that tried to prosecute Snoop Dogg back in 93 and aubrey berry was found not guilty oh okay okay but it took like a, a, a whole year of his life
1: and then the stress of it no doubt and the crazy part is i would have took the nine you would have took you most what people I mean? would have took, took the nine yeah and and sadly because t- most of the time we not gonna get past that you know what i mean so i took the nine and I'm glad he stood on his principles and became a free man,
0: man. Hey, his own lawyer said, take the knife. Right, 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 Because I, right, I, right. I was there. I was, I, his yeah. lawyer said, hey, this is a yeah, pretty good deal. Yeah. You did kill a man. Right, <laughs> right, right. And he wasn't armed, even though you're claiming self-defense. Um, he said, nah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a civilian. Right, right. And he stood on that, and he got found not guilty. And at the end of the trial, um, once all the evidence was presented— I felt that the defense attorney did a good job at possibly getting the jury to go with a not guilty even though you know the family of dollar uh, Roderick Burton you know they were they were crushed yeah They, they were there they were crushed they were devastated yeah so um but at the end of the day it's just black people aren't allowed to defend themselves with guns in america that's what
1: it is no doubt it, it comes down to that you know what i mean and like i say sadly to say but black people do have a harder time fighting the same situations that other people walk out the station within 48 hours for
0: yeah man so um we don't know who that guy is in the video in that um north philly liquor store that um shot and killed the robber man but i hope that if he is arrested it's just maybe he gets arrested by the philadelphia police they take him down to the station just to get a statement just to get you know they have to close the case right, some right, kind of way because right. I, I i'll be shocked if he gets charged would you be shocked if he gets charged over because he's a black man i wouldn't be shocked yeah. you know what i mean but i just hope it, he
1: you know he land on his feet you know because i mean he was minding his business man they clearly see that the news reporter saw that man He robs the, you know what I mean? You know, he robs the the suspect, you know, and that came out of his mouth. So, hey, man, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, shame on uh, Fox 29 News and and anchor Jason Martinez for calling this brother a suspect, man. This guy um, exercised his Second Amendment right and defended himself and and preserved his life, man. Man. All right. um, Hey, I got to talk about this guy. I mean I I I'm I this guy back in the day. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of respect for this guy. He's a hell of an entertainer. Nick Cannon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I think he I think he's multi-talented. Mm-hmm. He he does what a lot of people can't do. But he's <laughs> he's also creating a lot of babies. Oh, yeah. And you know what? We all know people that have multiple ma- baby mamas. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. most people might have two or three. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But we also know people that got four and five baby mamas yeah i got a couple homies that got 10 kids i got about yeah. three, i know three homies that got 10 or 11 kids me too yeah and that's like by multiple more than three yeah no doubt but at some point when does it become irresponsible now the people we know we don't know any better because we haven't really been taught uh, maybe we didn't have good examples uh we were having sex at a young age getting people pregnant but Nick Cannon is a grown man. Mm-hmm. He is a successful man. He's right. a multimillionaire, right. and he's just popping them. Boom, 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 boom. Like he's he's doing it. Like like this is what he wants to do. Right. As opposed to these are the circumstances that created this this mess. Exactly. So, what's your whole take on? I believe he's on. He's got eight children by five women. He's got two on the way right now. That's going to be seven women. And he's got two with Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, like I say, I don't believe
0: it's irresponsible
1: because he can't afford to take care of. Okay. Um, I do believe that on the back end, it's going to hurt him when the bitterness sets in with these baby mamas and they get to, you know, filing child support in different um, situations. And he can be out of a whole lot of money a month for all these kids. On another note, um, I don't know how true it is. Somebody had ran by me that he has some kind of illness. And whatever illness he has, the stem cells from these kids may can help him. Now, like I said, I don't have no knowledge on that or no truth. I just heard somebody just over the weekend say that, and
0: uh, and uh, but I don't know how true that is. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard that one, but that's a hell of an excuse to say I'm about to have a whole bunch of babies so I could. Uh Use their cells for future research no doubt no
1: doubt and uh but like i say somebody just threw that out there and i was listening you know but if that's true that's understandable but have anybody
0: interviewed and asked him hey man what's the thing up with all the kids i think most most of the media is too scared to press a line on nick Hmm. cannon when it comes to these kids because he's really such a likable guy you know he is um he's not disrespectful um You know, he's so talented in everything he does. So it's kind of hard to come down on him. But I would say it is irresponsible, even though he could afford it, because one thing he can't do, he can't be a dad to 10 kids at the same time, especially in different households with different moms. Correct. So some of these kids are going to get the short end of the stick when it comes to the presence of their dad that I don't believe money can replace I don't think that the money is going to round out these kids into young girls or young men when he's on the road when he's doing another movie when he's doing a wild and out episode when he's doing his podcast his schedule is already challenging enough for him to be a dad to like two or three kids right let alone ten or eleven kids so doesn't matter how rich the guy is I think those kids are gonna end up um, getting less of a dad no i i agree with you a million percent on that one because
1: i know how important it is for a father figure to be in your life and i know how uh sad it is and cold it is for what father figure not to be in your life you know what i mean so at the end of the day man you hit that nail on the head and um you're a million percent right about that but like i say we're seeing some of these celebrities with one child getting hit for thirty, forty thousand dollars a month in child support if five baby mamas get to filing child support now a good baby mama just lets you take care of your kid you know what i mean make sure he has what he needs and of course you know you know but when they file that paperwork and the judge go and say they gonna get this much of your income time five
0: <clears throat> that's a uh that's a large number well i think a lot of these women are very cooperative with mariah i mean uh, mariah carey uh um <laughs> with nick cannon so but who knows what, what could happen in the future you know um, arguments disagreements neglect mm-hmm, Um mm-hmm. Th- that could all set in and take take this on a whole nother path but um, you just made me think of Tyrese he just um, he's on his second divorce right now and the woman that is divorcing him is asking for $30,000 a month and Dang. he's saying he's telling the judge, that's a little too much, Your Honor. Can right. we can we bring that down somewhat? <laughs> what right. do you think about right. that? Twenty thousand Do we have any kids with her? Um, yes, they I, I believe they have one.
1: It's excessive, man. You know, and, and the thing about it is the is the crazy part about it, is the judges don't take that into consideration. They take your income and your assets into consideration and they and they come up with a number. And um, you know, I, I do think it's it's sad that some of these entertainers that know that they're in this position, you know, um, I can't say fall for the okie doke because anybody can fall in love, but keep finding themselves in this situation where they just giving out, you know, tens of thousands a month with the woman that they're not even, you know, with anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's a little sad. Well, uh, Nick Cannon had four kids just in 2021 yeah that's wild, man. I don't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean he got to have an angle it got to be something that he's you know he it, you know who does that I mean I, I you know I understand you in a
0: relationship and you having kids but he having a lot of kids fast I, it, it got to be something Alex and in order to have four kids in just in the same year that means you got to have four baby moms. actually you could you actually can you can have two yeah because if you yeah. could have one in January yeah, yeah, and have another one around and, in November October yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's possible but uh yeah um yeah, I I don't know um, what Nick Cannon's doing, but he's certainly trying to normalize this. And, and my concern is that um, we as a people already have a lot of dysfunctional families in our communities all across this country. And I think the message that he's putting out there is not a positive message for young brothers coming up that says, "Oh man, Nick Cannon got a gang of kids. You know, what, what's the big deal? Uh, I could do the same thing." And um, you know, we already have so many broken families and divorces and um baby mamas that just the way he's he goes about it he he, it's like so normal and so cool to him that's my issue that i got nah no doubt you know and for the little homie that i got that got have eight kids
1: you know and he's not rich you know what i mean um like you say it's hard to put in time it's hard to put in work it's hard to be there day for day for these kids you know what i mean and um when your presence is not there you know and so, um, I do think people should start taking into consideration and I'm training my kids to, you know, even look at me, you know what I mean? You know, don't have a bunch of kids, man. You know what I mean? You know, stay within your means, you know, because you do want to give your kids all that you can give them, you know, and when you have so many kids and you're not Nick Cannon, you know what I mean? It 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 It's a hard road, man, especially when these kids get to need certain things and, you know, and, um it's a it's a hard road man what's the biggest challenge man uh being a father raising kids um to me being the biggest challenge is um especially when you have multiple kids like i have i have seven you know and and have four boys and three daughters and statistically it says that one is going to go to prison and statistically it says one is going to do this uh, the biggest challenge for me was trying to beat the statistics you know and um and uh most of the time you have four boys you know even back in the day you know one of them's going to get drafted or two of them's going to get you know it's always statistics when it comes to multiple kids but at the same time trying to spread that love out trying to be equal with everybody even though you have different different personalities i don't treat you like this or i treat your brother different because your brother has a different personality you know what i mean it's not a, across the board you know and a lot of people raise their kids across the board this is the rule for everybody no kids are different so just because this is the rule for this kid may not be the root it might not be necessary for this kid you know what I mean so I think you know spreading the love around trying to be consistent in all their lives you know and um and basically like I say just letting them know proving your love to all of them you know and that, that can get kind of hard you know
0: yeah man with seven for sure man I got three and sometimes I feel overwhelmed and um, sometimes I say to myself I can't believe I'm doing this man I don't even know how I raised all these kids I don't even know how I afforded it I don't even like I'm I'm surprised at myself and and I always feel like I could do better I could be a better father or do something different just with three so I can't imagine with seven or with Nick Cannon what you know, he's going on 11 and 12 I just think it's at some point it becomes impossible man that that money can can replace the the time and the one-on-one that you got to give no doubt especially when you're still
1: working which nick cannon is still working if you know you were stacked up to the ceiling you know and you all you did was be in your kid's life you know every day is something different with the kids you know um because you didn't have to go punch a clock you know because technically nick cannon still does and um then I could understand it. But if you're still punching the clock, you're still traveling for work, you're still out there grinding like he's grinding, oh, no doubt. It's, 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 I mean, you basically kids are being raised without you, to be honest
0: with you. Now, the difference between uh, raising, you have four boys, three girls. What, what's the biggest difference raising boys and girls? Um, the biggest difference is the
1: girls seem to do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? All my girls, my oldest daughter, she's doing great. You know what I mean? My other, uh, I have a my other daughter. She's in college. I have my, my, my baby daughter. She's a senior in high school on her way to college. You know, the girls always do do great to me. The boys, like you say, uh, with the challenge of, of being a, a black man, you know, the challenge of when they were younger, they would grow up in the neighborhood a little bit. You know, they got to understand what was the dynamics of the hood, you know, and um, so. You, I worry about my boys more than I worry about my daughters. You know, even though the love, you know, that that daddy daughter love is something spectacular, but you, you know, I worry about my boys more.
0: That's you crazy, know. man. Because I, I agree with you too. I have two sons and one daughter, and my daughter's always doing what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. I give her a little bit of guidance, and boom, she takes off mm-hmm. and, and does her thing. And I'm, I'm worried about my two boys. Yeah. You know? When they walk out the door, I'm always man. like, hey be, hey, be safe. Watch your back. Um, watch it protect each other you know mm-hmm. and um i'm always stressed out and concerned more about what my sons are gonna do and what their you know what their futures are and, but my daughter she gives me very little stress man
1: no doubt no doubt now i can't say i do have four grown kids who's uh self-sufficient take care of themselves you know my last three um they, they, they're a lot easier you know because they su- they had something to go by they saw their brother, older brothers. They seen how I act with them, and you know, and they just seen the life that what they want and don't want. I believe they're a little more well-rounded, just based because they had the education to see the uh, 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 older brothers and sisters. You know, um, learn from experience, so they didn't have to. Okay, I, you know, big bro told me don't go down that route, or you know what I mean. So, um, but it's definitely different. But I'm definitely ready to be done, Alex. seemed like I've been raising <laughs> kids all
0: my life. Damn. <laughs> But you ain't, um you don't plan on having any more kids, in the, like, you're done with having kids. Oh, no, I mean, I have grandsons, man, yeah. so, you know, I'm, I'm back just this
1: next Saturday, man. I'm going to be at a seven-year-old football game, you know, in L.A. At, at nine in the morning, you know what I mean, watching my grandsons play. So it's about the grandkids now, man, you know, and... And trying to be a, a, a like you say a, a role model to them you know
0: your youngest is the, is your boy that's like 1920 yeah, right he 19 yeah and that's the one that's in the video in the back seat when you get out the halfway house when you come yeah home yeah exactly exactly And he's he's growing up to be a fine young man you know yeah man that's the uh, I, I believe that's the first video you put out on your channel yeah, exactly. very first video man and, yeah. and that that little boy in the backseat that was crying when he saw you he's all grown now You're All grown man <laughs> six four six five man. I know and he seems to be doing good I saw the video you guys did on your channel and uh dude is sharp yeah he's cool he's working going
1: to school man and um and uh he actually wants to get into law corporate law you know and uh so he he got some things that he want to do in life man to, you know to show his charisma
0: show us his, his smarts man um my question is he was at the age um i guess when you came home from prison he was just coming to those ages like like 10, 11, 12, 13. I so he, you yeah, was able to like yeah, get I, on I, top I, I, of him, I right?
1: He, not to mention geographics. You know, where he was raised at was different from when my older kids were raised at. You know, my older kids were raised right there in the hood for up until they were a certain age. But they went to elementary in the hood. They went to, they knew what the, a crip in the blood was, you know, opposed to my younger kids. You know, they grew up in the, in a community to where it was none of that. You know what I mean? So um, they experienced a little racism a little bit, but no gang violence. You yeah. know what I mean? So they were able to, you know, not be uh, deterred, you know, while learning. You know what I mean? They didn't have to go through, their, through the through the gang shit to, you know, they were able to be them and focus on education and shit like that. So it is a difference when you talk about raising kids in different areas, Alex.
0: No doubt. Um, and, and some of these kids that do come from better areas is not always a guarantee that your life is better. Um, I know that there, that does. I mean, removing your your kids out of the hood, out of the ghetto, into another environment, into a suburban environment, does have its perks. But at the same time, there's kids in these suburban environments that are doing drugs. Oh, my God. Like, they got way more time to be doing recreational drugs. And, um, you know, I'm always worried about when my kids meet these people that live on the outskirts. No, no right? doubt. No doubt. Up the hill. You know, <laughs> the
1: kids up the hill is, you know, it's, it's I heard my kids in high school say they seen drugs in high school, Alice, that I haven't have seen to this day. I've never seen Angel Dust. You know, I've never seen certain drugs, LSDs. You know my kids were coming home and like these rich white kids the the white kids with the money per se the ones who's driving you know the teslas to school and stuff like these are the kids with the drugs yeah you know so they didn't they wasn't getting shot at but it was other you know uh elements that they had to you know uh, de- you
0: know try to uh, maneuver around in order to be successful but yeah man and and this is going to be a huge challenge for nick cannon because he's got different baby mamas and they all have their own style of parenting i'm sure the latest chick that have a baby by him is a model named brie Tiesi. And she just divorced NFL quarterback Johnny Manziel.
1: Manziel, Johnny Manziel, yeah, the yeah. football, yeah, that didn't do shit. He, yeah, he didn't yeah, turn out yeah. to really. No, no, I, actually, no. he's out of the league right now, right? He might be in some European league or something
0: somewhere, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm guessing that this chick was like, all right, this dude is a bust. I'm divorced. She's filed for divorce. Yeah. with John, Johnny Manziel. Um, he was he was a, he was the shit in college oh, though. Man, he was yeah. a beast, you know what <laughs> I mean? But I think he was so fucking arrogant. I believe that
1: carried over instead of, you know, OK, you I'm arrogant here, but now let me humble myself and go learn the NFL, you know. But uh, I was wondering where was uh, Nick getting these women from? <laughs> you know, how did you just go? You know, how do you I mean, Alex, just to be honest with you, man. It takes years to know somebody, man. You know what I mean? And even then, sometimes you don't. You know, so it seemed like you, you know, when are you meeting these women? You just, hey, let's have a baby. What's going
0: on? What's your name again? You know. (laughs) Well, look, he just, Johnny Manziel, well, she just divorced Johnny Manziel in 2021. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, 2020 or 2021. He's, he's having a baby, Nick Cannon, with this woman in 2022, so, you know, there's some overlap, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no
1: doubt, you know, but at the same time, it's funny how, you know, I bet she wouldn't go have no kids by, you know, another regular guy that she meet, you know what I mean? But it's funny how these women was, are quick to, you know, somebody with money, somebody that's successful, man, they just, they're just, you know, so at the end of the day, I mean, is it any women that turn Nick down and say, oh, no, no, nah, bro, I'm not just going to have my kid just have just to have some kids i want yeah. my father to be in, the father to be in my you know have you got turned down bro because somebody has some wanted some moral decency for their kids that to have a father every day in the house you
0: know and uh so I, sometimes we gotta look at the woman as well yeah I, i'm i'm shocked at all these women that are willing to have babies by him because he know they know he's just gonna go on to another woman probably and have another kid and there's gonna be a level of neglect there But yeah, this, this particular chick, she seems like she just, she just messing with the celebrities. She just messing with people with money. And I I looked her up. Um, she is very attractive. So, you know, these are the types of women that, um, I guess go from one celebrity to the next celebrity. She's not really known for anything but modeling. Right. 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 So, uh, yeah, she just had, uh, Nick's eighth, eighth kid. And, uh, there's two more on the way. And, um, you know well, how do you explain that to the kid when they are 20 years old hey all these kids are going
1: to be grown and they're going to have a story to tell yeah but i mean some of them not going to approve of it though you know some of these kids are going to grow up you know being raised right but at the same time they're going to be like hold on why was my dad never around or what was that then they come back and be like hold on you a baby mama eight and <laughs> and you felt that was cool It's going to be some kids Alice. that is not going to agree with, you know, I mean, I've had arguments with my kids because they don't know all the dynamics of certain situations. You know what I mean? With, you know, uh, because I have an ex-wife and a baby mama, you know what I mean? So they don't know. I don't tell them, you know what I mean? You know, my whole thing is I'm never going to, you know, speak bad about, you know, no, none of my kids mom at all, ever. You know, but then when they grow up, I like, damn, well, why did y'all break up? You know what I mean? And they be wanting to know answers to shit. You know, like I say, these kids are going to want some answers when they grow up. You know, I think there might be a little bit of resentment coming from some of the kids. I believe so. That's what I'm, that's basically the point I'm making. Yeah. I believe like, damn, mama, you, you know, damn,
0: you know what I mean? You know, so. But some kids also are very understanding and are very uh, accepting too of their parents' shortcomings so you might have a mixed reaction from different kids some kids are going to be resentful and some kids are going to be like hey my dad nick cannon can do no wrong you know yeah but um yeah man i just wish that people uh talk more about you know the importance of the black family and you know trying to limit your baby mamas um i mean i don't want to be sounding all judgmental but um you know we we've come a long way and we've we've learned and we figured out the importance of a stable family and it doesn't seem like our current generation, especially with social media, really puts any uh, any weight to that at all. You know, um, I just see some like the baby mamas and all of that is just like expounding. It's uh, it's just accelerating. There's no I don't even hear nobody talk about family, really. Man, that's and that's the sad part, you know, and if you go back to
1: it, if you go back to, you know, the music that we grew up on in the 70s, they talked about love. They talked about devotion. They talked about family. You don't have that no more, you know. So, um, and it's so many people that are so scared to get married, you know what I mean? Because technically, if something was to happen where I wasn't married, I wouldn't do it
0: again. You Is that know what right? I, mean?
1: I wouldn't do it again. You would, not, you would never get married I again? I would never get married again. Why not? I'm just not, it, it just wouldn't be for me based on... You know the circumstance
0: so you don't mind being 70 75 80 years old living at home alone with nobody there well that don't mean you're gonna be lonely at the end of the day you know what i mean you know so, so that who, who's gonna ride with you that old unless somebody's been with you from the beginning oh you can you can find that you saying you don't think you can find love at this age in your life oh uh, well at the age i'm at now but
1: not at like 70 no i'm saying if something if i was to end up not say not married now You know, I wouldn't remarry again. But at 70, the same person that will probably ride with you when you meet them next week, you know, could ride with you for the next 20, 30, 40 years. You don't have to be have a piece of paper to say that y'all love each other.
0: But if that person is so down to ride with me at that age, that person's probably already taken.
1: No, not for us, man. It's a lot of women out there. That's that's it's it's a little different. It's a lot of women out there that's looking for guys like us and we're married. And it's a lot of women out there. I, I believe it's easier for us than it is a woman. But my point is, um, you know, in order to have love, you don't have to have marriage, though. You know, what I mean? you do. You
0: you can, you agree with me on that or no? Yeah, you don't have to have marriage to have love. But um, I think, yeah, I think at um, at a certain age, maybe marriage is not the best option because. To me marriage is important in building a family right but if you're at a certain age like where we're at and let's say something happens where we're not married again I could understand not being married but but not being married means you don't really have a full commitment with that person to ride with you it's so easy to just say all right I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop seeing you it's so easy to break up it's harder to break up when you're married it's harder to break up when you got a house together it's harder to break up when you own shit together but if, if you just live in a, a bachelor life as a 60 70 year old man it's so easy for, for that revolving door of women to come in and out of your life, and then you end up with nobody. Well, I, not, I mean, I don't look at it like that. I do look at it like, you know,
1: most of the women we meet, they're going to have some shit, too. So they might rent their house out or do that. You know, they, they're going to have something on their own that they got as well, you know. And when they come in and, you know, whoever house we move in and stuff like that. I mean, like I said, I know a lot of people that's has been together for 30, 40 years. You don't know they're not really married, but they really not. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like you say, they they haven't walked away, they haven't left, they haven't. Sometimes when you find somebody that really truly love you, they don't just walk away like that, you know. And uh and um, I, I believe that wholeheartedly,
0: you know. Also, you're not mentioning that if if you were gonna be single again, most likely the women in your lives, probably my lives too, would be younger. You know, we probably date women that are 15 years younger than because there's a whole lot of women out there that like older guys you know what not me you know what i mean um i i
1: i mean i guess i could find somebody equally uh yoked no doubt you know what i mean but at the same time alex i I ain't gonna lie never dated younger because like i said i lost my family at a young age so i always needed older women to be around for the maturity for the you know things that i needed when i was 19 what was a 19 year old gonna? Feed, I mean, feed me, teach me, show me, you know. So I've always been around older women. So I wouldn't go too younger for me, you know. That's just a preference on my end. And uh, and uh, but uh, but it, it's definitely some women out there that that'll
0: love you to death, and you don't have to be married to them. Oh Yeah, I'm already know man when I'm walking around town as a married man I can see all the women already interested in me. It's you know, it's crazy. Oh, no doubt. No doubt I tell my wife all the time and I can get like three wives right now <laughs> if I wanted to but uh, I think I would get married again if if the opportunity presented itself just to um, Just to make a strong long-term commitment Somebody that's gonna be there where I don't have to worry about them coming in and out mm-hmm. I think that marriage is uh, it solidifies the commitment but um, all right, man, um we wish uh johnny i mean um nick cannon's kids uh much success and we hope they all work it work it out no and doubt we won't know until about 10 15 years from now but uh good luck to all those kids um hey george foreman just got hit with a sexual assault guess guess from how long ago though man that shit was so disappointing man what, what how long was it how long was it ago? like 19 like around the same time bill cosby's um case but we got her to tell everybody this is a civil case it ain't criminal so this is just about money
1: okay see I thought it was a criminal case Nah,
0: no nah, okay. there's, there's okay. no police investigation there's yeah. no authorities looking into this this is just a lawsuit filed by two anonymous chicks uh, against George Foreman um, and George Foreman is currently 73 years old well from the report
1: I seen it said that he was in his 20s so even if he was 29 <laughs> Alex that's 40 some years, 40 years ago man yeah that's crazy
0: yeah, I'm I'm kind of um over it. Um, you know, not to minimize women's um uh, the the victim the victims of sexual assault. I understand not reporting something when it happens. I understand maybe letting a year or two go by. But um at some point we need to have a statute of limitations on this because George Foreman is too old of a man to go through the stresses of a lawsuit just like Bill Cosby was. Um, 45, 50 years later, um, am I wrong to just say, Hey, we got to have a statute of limitations on these types of sexual allegations in civil court? No, you're not wrong.
1: Totally, man. And I know it's women out there that's even like, damn, y'all really going to do this 40 years later, you know, and shit don't make no sense, man. And like I said, I'm not, um, um, not being showing empathy to the people that it it may have allegedly happened to. But, you know, to come 40 years later, man, and talk about this shit, is, is, is to me, is, 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 is
0: I don't like it at all. Man. Now, my issue is that I don't believe there's ever been any cases against George Foreman, like where there's been a pattern of trying to put a case on him mm-hmm. and keep trying. Uh, this just, just came out of anywhere, it came out of nowhere, it just came out of the sky, you know, as this man is uh, in his mid-70s. Um, so that's where I have the issue, because similarly... Um, What's his name? The singer that's in prison now, uh, R. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. A lot of his victims are coming after the fact too, but this is not new information. They've been trying to put case right, right on right, R. R. Kelly right, right. for twenty something years. No doubt, he has
1: a yeah, he has history of this shit. Yeah,
0: there's a long history of women trying to explain what this guy has done to to them. And now, finally, like 20-something years later, he's in prison. He's actually in prison on one case, and he's on trial yeah, on another case, yeah. right? I think one's a state case, one's mm-hmm, a Fed case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in terms of these—now, that's criminal case, though. But this case against George Foreman, the civil case, um, I'm just a little disappointed that uh, our court systems allow this to happen. And I think there needs to be something done about these—I um, don't want to say it's a frivolous lawsuit because it may have happened— My question is, why in 2022 are you filing this lawsuit? Why so long? Why not in 2020 or 2015? Or why not in 1990? You know, why now?
1: Well, if I'm not mistaken, something opened up in the law books that said you can go back. And I believe it was a statute of limitations. And I believe they took that off. Yeah. So I believe that's why people are coming forth now. But at the end of the day, you're basically coming for some money. (laughs) So what I'm hoping is that these uh jurors and judges see it for just exactly what it is you know what i mean and uh and uh don't go over top if if he was to lose don't go over the top with the with the rewards so people can start cutting this shit out like you know it's not even worth it you know what i mean you know so like you said uh you spoke to me one time you said some people can sue you for almost anything but it's like you know winning this suit you know and 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 getting rewarded some money for it you know i'm hoping that um you know it's is
0: is not excessive yeah man i mean you, you can file a frivolous lawsuit um but at the end of the day it doesn't guarantee you're gonna win so yeah i think you're right i think the me too movement from a couple of years ago had some policy changes take place where people can now file some civil cases from back in the day but yeah this is crazy man um we'll we'll stay on top of this george foreman case and let you guys know what's going on with it lastly man before i let you go um, Remember that D.A. in Fulton County, Tanny Willis. Oh, yeah, yeah, no or, doubt. Is it Tanny Willis? No, t- I thought it was uh, Tanny Wills, Willis, something. Yeah. Let me pull That's up a her name. On that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. she promised us some more RICO cases in the state of Georgia. She definitely did. And she prosecuted this gang that just came out in 2016, according to their information, called the Drug Rich Gang that had been doing some home invasions, some robberies, and and a whole bunch of nonsense but guess how many murders are in this indictment there's zero murders zero, murder. yeah, zero murders in this rico indictment so but it's the celebrities involved celebrities involved there's yeah. a football player calvin ridley yeah, um, yeah i remember he came out of
1: college i was hoping we got him he, he good too pretty good but he was a allegedly a victim in a, uh, a robbery home robbery you know and um It was a couple other uh, celebrities, too. I forgot their name. A soccer player. Soccer Uh, player and um, somebody else they named.
0: Yeah. Um, Let me me play this clip real quick of the DA um, talking a whole lot of mess because um, she seems, she's a new DA, and I think she's trying to, like, become political. But listen to this.
2: Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Today is another great day in Fulton County, another great day of crime fighting. Um, We are here today to just let the public know that we are continuing our mission to target gangs as we believe it is our number one public safety deterrent crisis that we're in. Um, I have to acknowledge the two men that are before me before I even start. This is um, the great Detective Needham and the great Detective Davidson from Sandy Springs Police Department. Um, This was a collaboration, but you always have to acknowledge those that are on the front line working really hard to get things done. And these two gentlemen have done just an excellent job. What today's indictment is about is the drug-rich gang, which is a hybrid gang, and it started back in 2016. That's how far we can document this gang existing. Um, We know that it is a gang that primarily actually exists out of DeKalb County, um, the Stone Mountain and the Tucker area. Um, But as we know, crime and criminals have no boundaries, and they found their way into my county, Fulton County, Um, I have a message today that you will hear repeated time and time again. If you thought Fulton was a good county to bring your crime to, to bring your violence to, um, you are wrong and you are going to suffer consequences and today is the start of some of those consequences Um, this gang as I mentioned is a hybrid gang it does include members of the gangster disciples the Crips and the Bloods we know that here in Atlanta Georgia that hybrid gangs are something that we regularly see Um, we know that this gang does have some identifiers that connects it together Um, they use things like prescription bottles
0: all right right, so so she made her point that's that's DA (coughs) Fanny Willis out of Fulton County and I think she's actually talking a little insensitive about crime she's thinking like the she's talking like the way that Daryl Gates used to talk in the 80s well, we're gonna we're gonna round up a whole bunch of niggas we're gonna throw them all in jail and uh, throw away the key and, and we don't talk like that in LA anymore I don't you know what I didn't take it
1: as that though Alex you know what I mean I take it if dudes out there fucking up man you know like I say you know I, I've i been in them streets so I know the consequences of what comes with them you know when you out there doing dirt you know and fucking up it, it's consequences that comes with it you know and to me I I, I mean I didn't take it as that I, I I mean yeah she talking a little shit but you know if she sound passive that might not convince dudes you know what I mean if she sound confident bring that shit to Fulton County, you know, I'm going to holler at you. You know, she's basically just,
0: she's she's doing her job. I mean, just to be honest with you. Yeah, but she's talking about the solution to the problem in Fulton County is just to arrest as many people as possible and um, put them in prison to solve the problem. And we tried that in L.A. and the police chiefs and the mayors and the DAs, years ago realized you're not going to arrest your way out this problem we got to throw programs we got to have summer night lights we got to have resources we got to have grid we got to do more than just arrest people and put them in prison and that's all she's talking about she's just talking about we're going to arrest all y'all you come to Fulton County y'all going to jail and that's not the solution to the problems that that cause kids to go run up in your house and steal some shit. You know, we got to figure out what are the economic issues in Fulton County that's causing these kids to want to do this. And she don't seem to be interested in any of that stuff at no, all. I mean, I, I totally agree on what you
1: on the programs and stuff like that. But once they get to the point though, that they running up in people's houses and shit and they doing dirt and putting in work and then it's a whole different ball game. You know, you can't have, empathy on dudes who made a decision that i'ma be a gangster you know what i mean the consequences come where they come you know and uh and she's just on the other side of the fence of of, of trying to keep shit. you know because i wouldn't want no young motherfuckers running up in my, my house either yeah you know what i mean robbing me you know what i mean you know and uh and uh so i mean i look at it both ways i totally agree with you on before they even get there where are the programs where's the guidance where's the you know uh, um the rehabilitation no, I got you on that 100%. But once they get past that and these dudes jumping out with AR-15s and running up at people's houses and home invasion robberies and, you know, stuff like that,
0: I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a prison out there for their ass, you know? Definitely. <clears throat> Definitely. Uh, Calvin Ridley, as you mentioned, the wide receiver for the Falcons, I guess he was a victim in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other four known people was Brad Guzan. He's a goalkeeper for Atlanta United. Uh, Mario Hampton, from the reality star on the Housewives of Atlanta, and Brittany Mealy, a social media star who has a child with uh, Future. So I guess these are uh, victims, uh, according to Fannie Willis. And uh, I feel like this is a a little a little weak case because um, nobody shot nobody. When, when I when I read an indictment mm-hmm. on a RICO case, I want to hear about shootings, yeah. murders. Because um, the, the RICO is supposed to be reserved for the worst of the worst, oh, nah. the, the highest of all types of crimes—racketeering, influence, corrupt organizations. Mm-hmm. There's nobody's really physically yeah, they, they hurt. doing
1: some little flopping basically some home ev- <laughs> yeah. which, which, like I said, I ain't gonna call it little. Let me take that back. You know, they are a serious crime. But like you said, they throwing that RICO in there, they throwing that conspiracy in there, they throwing that extra terms in there that's that's gonna rack up a bunch of time. You know, and these can be some kids that go to get go to prison once and be okay after that. You know, they're going to try to throw the book at these dudes, you know, but they also robbing celebrities. Don't forget about that part. And when they get to robbing these high-tax-paying people in the in their county, you know, people get them threatened and start selling these million-dollar homes and move to somewhere else, you know, that make law enforcement, you know, do a little extra on their job, you know. So um, we're going to see how it fold out. They may not end up as much time as people might think, you know. It could be a whole bunch of smoke and mirrors as far as all the shit she talking. That might be why she talking like that, you know. So we
0: definitely gonna stay on top of the case to see what uh how they come out. Well, she's got twenty six people arrested in this RICO case, and you know, I was recently informed that some some of these twenty six people showed up in a video on a on a guy's YouTube channel about um about six months ago. Guess mm-hmm. whose channel? Uh, some of these guys popped up on me that miko worldwide wow. <laughs> this is miko worldwide um he did a whole video on the drug rich gang back in uh early i think early yeah early twenty twenty two and um Man, the comments going crazy on his video. They're saying, oh, Miko got these people indicted. Um, So, yeah, of these 26 people, I don't know how many of them are in Miko's video. But, again, this goes back to my point about these people doing these hood vlogs. Um, You know, I know it's the, the gang members' ultimate responsibility of how they represent themselves on camera, But at the same time, these hood vloggers are inciting these guys to, hey, pull those guns Mm, out. mm, Hey, flash mm, those weapons. It'll help me get more views. You know, I'm chasing this cloud. I'm trying to get to 100,000. No doubt. And look, these guys are um, popping up on a RICO indictment in Fulton County. Some of these guys that are in his drug rich video, according to some information that was sent to me, man.
1: Man, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. So, um, for example... um, what's his name uh, miko said that this v- this vlog absolutely this is a, a comment by miko worldwide this vlog absolutely was not involved in any way with the indictment or case against uh, the, the get rich gang um uh, the drug rich gang uh the vlog and in fact no vlog from this channel has ever been used in court mentioned in court or used to indict any of anyone from this gang or any other ga- gang or artist, nobody from this gang ever mentioned or stated anything pertaining to any specific fulton county issues so he's already trying to get in front of it saying that there's th- this video has nothing to do with it but it's too early to it's even make these claims make that claim yeah you don't even know if tanny willis has went through this video identified Gosh. people you know and used it for identification purposes
1: i'm almost certain she did whether she listed as uh evidence or not It may come up in the evidentiary evidentiary hearings that this is part of some evidence that these guys, you know, are from this gang. So even if it's just that, not them doing nothing crazy, but just saying, you know, hey, this is the drug rich gang. That's enough sometimes to, to identify you as a member of that gang.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt if if she's doing, the Fulton County DA is doing in RICO against the drug-rich gang, and this guy has a video of all these dudes pulling out weapons and doing all kind of crazy shit on the video, she has this in her possession. No doubt. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> no and, doubt about it. And she probably has a list of everybody that's in this video, and we'll find out shortly the specific people that are in this video that Miko did that are mentioned in the indictment. And um, I guess we'll leave it on that note, man. Any final thoughts? Nah, nah, man. I just
1: <clears throat> I just wanna keep uh I mean a George Foreman, I wanna keep track on that. I wanna keep track on this. Let's just keep track on the things we talked about and make sure we come back and uh deliver some uh, more information about these uh uh Cases and stuff, man. Because I'm interested to hear how they how they plan out.
0: Yeah, man. George Foreman is one of my favorite boxers, man. Even though he got knocked out by Muhammad Ali um, in Africa, but other than that, man, this dude he was a beast in his. He was the Mike Tyson of the early yeah, '70s. Yeah, he was whooping ass back then. Yeah, go back and look at some of those old videos if you're not familiar with George Foreman's boxing career, man. He was not, he knocked out Joe Frazier. Man. he knocked out Ken Norton, and these are two dudes who beat Muhammad Ali. Yeah. and he knocked both of them out. But um, all right, man. Uh, just just tap in with FG at. F General one on instagram make sure you hit his youtube channel fg unleash tap in with my youtube channel street tv and make sure you follow us on all podcast platforms we're on spotify google apple iheart and leave us a comment and review and thanks for listening to another fire episode of streets and scholars